<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Think about it. You worry about the wrong things. The wrong things. You worry about the wrong things. The wrong things. Like McCarran starting. And welcome back to Fuck You. We like the Bengals. I'm your host, Alex Schubert. Sitting to my left today, Lloyd Johnson. Hey, Lloyd, did you hear a third voice in I that? I did. I heard a third voice, too. Third voice, introduce yourself yeah, to the podcast. Yeah, me, dude. I'm Sam Malazzo. Sam Malazzo, local Cincinnati comic. Uh, how long have you been doing it? A little over a year. Fucking A, dude. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you've, you're now, uh, you've graduated to also door guy at Go Bananas. Yeah, I've been doing that for like seven months now. Nice. It's, yeah. a, it, it, it's a fun get because like we've all done it. Yeah. It's a fun job. Some like you get to watch stand up, but it can also be a job where someone says that you telling them to be quiet. It's a bitch move. So, yeah, and then you just got to be attentive like the entire time, which drains the energy out yeah. of you for real, dude. I don't. I, um, I'm not gonna lie. I I don't mind it at all. But I'm, yeah, I'm very very comfortable in conflict. So I think maybe that's like I'll walk up to somebody like, hey man, you're being annoying as shit. I need you to stop talking. And they're like. Yeah. <laughs> like they'll give me the big eye like I, I don't I think there's a level of polite you use when someone's like maybe doesn't understand but when someone's just being a dick and this might also have to do with the fact that I'm 6'5 and 200 something sure. I, I, yeah. I, I, I'm aware of that I'm 5'9 215 I'm not I'm not fucking but I when I walk up to you I'm like hey this sh- there's a person you're not on fucking stage. I'm like there's a person <laughs> on stage right now performing and people didn't pay to come here and see you so yeah. if you could stop talking and stop interrupting the show, I would appreciate it. Uh huh. And then the second one is much more like, "Hey, man, you're being fucking annoying. <laughs> Shut up." And also, you can say because like Mikey will be like, "Like, let me see your manager." He's like, "Yeah, you're being." F-. The manager's like, "Yeah, you're being fucking annoying." Yeah. I, Shut I, up. I, I love the, the just the freedom of like, like there's one dude. I was like, "All right, you're leaving, man," just because he was being a dick. Yeah. Like I, I was like, "Hey, man, can you just?" You know what I mean? Like I said, I wasn't an asshole the first time. I was just like, hey, man, yeah. you kind of like pipe down. Like there's a show, you know. And he was just like, man, what the fuck? This would do, cause what are you supposed to do? I'm part of the show. If I start yelling out and they come back and talk to me, I'm making the show better. And I was like, you're not at all. Stop. Guess now. his race, Alex. This is race. Guess his race. Yeah. Of the, per, of the, of the. Oh, guess the race. The, guess the race. Um, very nice gentleman. <laughs> nice. 
Right now, you gotta guess. You <laughs> Japanese. Nailed it. Got Dude, it one. I think I've <laughs> talked about this on the podcast before, but I've, I do this occasionally, and I need to do it again just to refresh my memory. Have you ever gone and read the one star reviews of Go Bananas? Yes, it's they're fantastic. <laughs> it's they fuck. just kicked us out for laughing. I mean, I was telling my friend about the time that we were in college and we saw a different comedian, and I was talking at full volume the whole time. <laughs> and then I was tapping my my beer my beer bottle against the table leg just to you know because it was fine and I liked it. But they just they were like, "Hey, you're la- you're you're being rude." I think people think it's like a dance club. When they see the word club, they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to go have a great, fun time and do whatever we and want. You, that's what you go to do, but you sit and enjoy yeah. the show. It's a, yeah, it's a lot more formal than yeah. any other kind There's of... There's rules. Uh, yeah. You know, the other thing I really... I just Since we're on this topic, the other thing I really fucking hate so much more than... Is me like how many people all together? And they're like two. And you're like all right, and you start walking over to the table, and they're like, "But we're meeting like six other people." I'm like, "So that's more than two. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck do you think I was asking you this information for? It's not just like me personally, like quote curious. Yeah. I'm asking so I know what table to sit you at. <laughs> fuck. Have you never been to like I don't know a place <laughs> ever in your life? You've never been anywhere. Yeah. This is the first yeah. time out. And some people walk in just absolutely obliterated already. Oh, dude. I remember my first weekend that I hosted, there was a, and this is kind of in my, it's my closing joke now. Uh, there was a couple that wouldn't shut up during the show because they were like at McLevy's, the whole show, which is now the Bell and the Bear. Yeah. They were drinking. They just met. They're like drinking all day. They're like, hey, there's a show next door. Do you want to go? The show sucked. Like, none of us did well. Yeah, we're we all. heard you. You were on it. We got that. <laughs> cool. But then that was the show that, like, the woman came up to me after, and that was a show where she said, I didn't like your jokes because I don't think you're that autistic. That was that show. Yeah, that's I, that's my favorite ever because I don't know if this sounds mean, but, like, I think you come across more on the spectrum than me. Yeah. But, like, people will be like, no, you're not. And I'm like, oh, okay. I, I didn't know you were. Did you go to doctor school? Did you? Did you? No? All right. Well, the doctors seem to think I am. I think I could test you guys. Okay. How so? Uh, Take a straw and drop it. And whoever grabs it first is more on the spectrum. So it's like a fucking bouquet toss? Yeah. Hold on. No, that's not fair. His hands are like the size of a refrigerator. <laughs> this is very <laughs> true. Come on. These things can kill people. <laughs> so I get my bird bones broken. Yep. So obviously, Sam, you started comedy to become a door guy. Yeah. <laughs> no. So, no, I mean, like, this is such a... to shed skin flakes on every stage in America. I'd never been to a comedy club before I started really? stand-up. Yeah. So what made you So what made you start? Um, I probably started watching, like, Netflix specials when I was a junior in college, so, like, 2019, 2020. Yeah. Pandemic hits. I go to grad school. I start writing jokes. I start listening to This Past Weekend a lot more. With Theo? With Theo. Vaughan. Yeah. And, yeah, that really motivated me to start stand-up. Fuck yeah. Yeah. And I often forget, because, like, you're a lot younger than me, and, like, cause, like everyone that I knew, that like, everyone that I... Because, like, I started after watching, like, Comedy Central in high school and, like, Comedy Central and all that shit. I forget that there's a whole different generation that, like, you guys, like, grew up on Netflix and stuff and like podcasts. that. And podcasts. And podcasts. Like, the yeah. idea of a podcast, like, I barely even knew about podcasts when I started comedy. Netflix was really big when I was, like, 12, 13, yeah, that's when it like really started to pop is. off. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's still pretty big. I believe it's still pretty big. Believe, still pretty big. big. Yeah, right. yeah, I remember that's like when everybody was getting it though. Like all my friend, my, my family didn't have Wi-Fi, and so oh. like, 
I was like 17, probably. Okay. Mormons. Yeah. <laughs> Mormons. Nah, we're uh, we're Catholic. <laughs> but <laughs> we uh we just live um we live next to a creek, so there's woods right next to our house. Okay. So it's really tough to get an internet signal because like oh. satellites and shit. So we had to get HughesNet. Have you ever seen that on TV? Yeah, it's like satellite yeah, it's, dish. It's we have like shitty. a dish in our front yard. It's, it's not. Oh no, shit! It's, it's very, it's, ex- it's, very expensive. Yeah, it's very expensive. Oh, I not bet that great. Yeah, yeah. And the service sucks even with that. Yeah, we only get like I think my parents got unlimited gigs like a few years ago after I'd moved out already. And that's why but, he tries to get but, gigs. Now. But before they got unlimited gigs after like two or three days, dude, it'd be the slowest fucking Wi-Fi. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, a friend of mine, he lived out way, like at the very, very end of like Bethel. Oh Ohio. God! And literally, like he's it's a giant fucking valley because the house and property is on top of an old dump where they dug it out and then they yeah. like, let it settle for however many years or whatever, and they bought the property cheap. But yeah, he had that same fucking thing. And the funny part was, people used to drive by and shoot holes in the fucking satellite <laughs> all the fucking time. <laughs> So like it would just get more and more fucked up oh over time because people would just drive by and shoot this giant weird satellite that was sitting on the edge. Just of the for road. just for shirts and Googles. You're in fucking Bethel and no one has anything better to do to drive around and shoot things. It's I mean, you so grew up loud. in Lloyd. Tell I mean, I know where you grew up because I actually remembered it this time. Tell Sam where you grew up. I grew up in a place called Crawford, Alabama. Do you know where that is? No. Do you know why? No. Because <laughs> you fucking shouldn't. <laughs> okay. The only business is that the motto. Uh, it. Uh, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> It's usually more like, man, God, I wait, I'm big up that better. <laughs> it's, it's, it's way less understandable. Dude, they got Japanese people there. That's crazy. <laughs> no, that's, uh, that's it. That is just too Southern. They <laughs> tried that <laughs> once and they're like, nah. Like, I'll put it this way. It wasn't on Google Maps until 2016. <laughs> Which is really hysterical. Wow. How, what's the population? Like uh, two, 3,000? No, like 233. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's pretty I rough. I like 40 minutes from a grocery store. Damn, dude. <laughs> Like a, a grocery store trip for our family was like forty minutes there, like two three hours. Yeah. There's three of it, like you know, me and two brothers, and then forty minutes back. So it was like a whole like fuck Saturday. I you guess. made a day yeah. of it. Yeah, it was. It was. We went to the grocery store. We went to a movie gallery and rented movies, yeah. which is you know. Family video this. was really big in Lafayette. That was like the okay. movie store to go to. Yeah, we had a uh, Hollywood video up uh, in Finneytown yep. for a long time, but like down there it was movie gallery because. That was it. That there was, you were lucky that there was a, a place. Like, yeah, where I grew up, the the blockbuster, like kind of, uh, I think like four minutes from where I live, that was like the place, and it became an auto zone. Uh, rip blockbuster. Yeah, you know, there's one left. I think in it's Alaska. in. No, it's in Oregon. No, it's in Alaska. Twenty bucks. All right, look it up right now. I'm it. very positive it's in Oregon. Well, John Oliver had bought something from the one that they were doing a auction from the last one in Alaska. So unless one's open since that episode of last week's <laughs> Blockbuster opened its first movie rental store location in Dallas, Texas in nineteen eighty five. Now, over thirty five years later, only one last one store remains, located in Bend, Oregon. All right, well then John Oliver lied to me. <laughs> John Oliver doesn't lie to anybody. Except for the fucking, all the libtards that follow him. Yeah. I like John Hey, stop Oliver. talking about me like that. <laughs> Just kidding. 
That's so Not funny that libtards is a thing. <laughs> I fucking it's like like both sides where they say like libtards and republicans. This is a football podcast, yeah, right? Yeah, let's chill the fuck out with that. Yeah, but it's, it's funny. I mean, everybody in general don't. Yeah, for shut, fucking real. Shut the fuck up. But speaking of people who um, we wish would stop. What the fuck happened last week? <sighs> Lloyd, you you want to get into it? <sighs> Not really, but since that's what we're here to do, I guess we will. It is we're here to it is what we are here to do because Sam, uh the Bengals lost their third straight yeah. game to the fucking cunt. The quarterback played pretty well. He was efficient. He was I mean he was fine. The Bengals lost 16 to 10. Uh he was like Jake Browning was 19 of 26, 227 yards, one touchdown to Drew Sample and one really bad pick. Yeah. Uh, just I mean it looked like he was intentionally throwing it. Well, he's st- I mean like on that play he I mean he stared down Jamar Chase. Yeah, yeah. it was it was rough. It was not, yeah. n- not the best. Also, like his scrambling, just get rid of the fucking ball, my man. He was uh, – th- this was Jake Browning's first start as, yeah. a, as an NFL quarterback. And there were moments where, like, he really struggled with his decision-making. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it, it, you would see him, like, try to scramble and run around and get away from stuff, but, like, way too long. Like, way too much. Like, yep. either go forward and get past the line of scrimmage so it's not a, a sack or get rid of the fucking ball. Like – there was, I don't know, a half a dozen times where you're like, just talk, just throw it, just get yep. it out. Go. There was a play where Browning like scrambled to the left, and the linebacker Nick Herbig was like dropped in coverage, and he's just like, fuck it, he had a clear path to oh, Browning, fucking he and lit him. his ass on yeah. fire. He cracked. Him. Yeah, it was Hell really yeah. bad. I think he had like forced. The Bengals had, gave up four sacks that day. Yeah, something. Like, yeah, yeah TJ White had a couple, and it was just. It it was overall kind of I mean I don't hate the fact that I mean given the situation and we'll get into this in a little bit I don't hate the fact that Jake Browning's the starter. No, I don't hate it either. It's I mean he seems like he's I mean he he played really well at Washington so yeah I, I get why he's there he he's serviceable he's uh capable but yeah he, he's definitely having an adjustment issue with the speed. Yep, and he's well like and and I was I wrote about this this week. An urgent quarterback change is only necessary when you're Zach Wilsoning it out there, when you're Mac Jonesing it out there. You're fucking other people's moms. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, but no, he's just like he's it's fun sometimes. It is fun sometimes. Huh. Apparently, there was a I'll hockey give, I'll give play. You my mom's number. <laughs> no. It was a <laughs> Sammy. <laughs> okay. Sammy, you a hockey guy at all? <laughs> no, I'm actually not. No, um, I'm more basketball, football, basket, yeah, baseball. Um, but there was a player, there was a hockey player who I think got released, and there was there were rumors that part of it was because he fucked a player's mom. Fuck yeah, bro! But they're like, yeah, it's not nothing to do with it. But I think they're like hiding it. But I digress. There was a guy on the Cleveland Cavaliers that had sex with LeBron James, Delonte West, and then he's homeless as fuck now. Then, yeah, then he got addicted to drugs. Yeah, he's a crazy person. If you ever hear him talk, it's not. I don't. I don't know shit about the bouncy ball game or the hit the ball with the stick game. I don't know shit about. It. I'm a combat sports guy who happens to like football. I, you ask me boxing or MMA questions, I'm on it. 
the other one, but yeah. I know who that guy is just because I heard one interview with him and I was like, that is pure crazy. There was one. Um, but no matter what is your game, what's your sport, there's a lot of hot moms out there. Yeah, I bet right. you there's a yeah. lot of hot That's MMA the most moms. important thing. But there was a there was a moment like there was the picture that like everyone was like oh we gotta do something about this like Delonte West was like he was homeless he was holding like a Jack in the Box cup and he was just like fucking like cockeyed like this yeah 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 he looked rough but you know who else looked rough Lloyd fucking Joe Mixon just the run game in general all right so two yard average I have thoughts on this two go on I have a couple as well I've been very supportive of Mixon okay. I think I'm done. If you look at just what his ranks are every year, just in stats-wise, there's, I mean, out of, what, 62 backs, he was like 54 or something. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's not performing like he was. And he'll have that one game every now and then where he'll, like, break out and everyone's like, oh, he's back. Yeah, but he it's it's too inconsistent. Like you look at like uh, we're playing Etienne. This like yeah, that kid Travis is, Etienne. He's he's running the way you, like you want someone to. He's doing the consistency thing that Mixon's not. If that makes any sense, like I think I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of getting fed up with Mixon. Like I also so Zach Taylor said that the inability to get the run game going was life versus Pittsburgh. But Cincinnati is dead last in the NFL in rushing. Have you played Pittsburgh every single week? Yeah, that's a, again. I think I get because you do see those big flashes. Yeah, where you're like, all right, this guy is still good. He's still there. He's still because like last year, I mean, like you're, you're a you're a Colts guy. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, like what's his name? Uh, Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, Jonathan Taylor. Fucking truck. And he's out the next few weeks, yeah. so Zach Moss a, is coming we back. We have a great backup, Zach yeah, but Moss. That's yeah. Like, but yeah, that's where I was going, but thanks for yeah. that. You got me? I'm sorry. Uh, no, you're good. I was just thinking, like, but they've actually committed to the run by, by having multiple options and multiple guys that they can definitely go to. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas we have Mixon, and then they don't let Williams play very much. They, they use Travion Williams in special teams, and I think they just activated Chase Brown. Yeah, which I mean, I, I'd, I'd be interested to see what Brown can do. Cause what I can Brown do for you? Poop, poop, poop. <laughs> Is it poop? I don't know. It's UPS. But so oh I hope like the lo- I, I'm not sure if it's like I'm not sure if it's a Frank Pollock issue. I'm not sure if it's an O line issue. Is it? A- well, again, that's what I was saying. Like I, I, I got curious, so I started like googling the stats and uh, the line. They're like PFF grades are fairly decent. Mixon's, he's, his stats are like, I always, again, maybe this is the, the TISM speaking. I like numbers. I like. That is the TISM speaking. is pretty reliable too. So, but, so I look at it and yeah, he does have little breakout games here and there, but the consistency is, it's, it's just not there anymore. It's gone. Like, like last year when everyone's like, is Mixon done? And then he had five touchdowns against Carolina. Yeah. Which I mean, instantly people were like, he's back. But I mean, he, he's not doing that regularly. He's not, he's at, he has games where he, you can tell he's mad and he's running and he's. What was the game? I think it was San Francisco. Yeah. Where he was running fucking like angry. And he had like a 30 something yard catch in this game. And that was also in garbage time, so like no one like gave a shit. But but also like, yeah, I, did they I, score a touchdown late? 
Uh, no, oh, they no, scored no. one touchdown in I think the first half. It was a touch. It was a pass from Jake Brown into Drew, Drew Sample. Sample. We man. stand Drew Sample. Washington, the Washington duo. Yeah. Which speaking of Washington, did you see John Ross wants to unretire? I mean, he's not that old. He's really he's not fucking fast. I saw the workout video that went along with the, the little article. He's still running like four four. I think, I think kind. I think the NFL as a whole learned a lesson from John Ross. Well, speed isn't speed doesn't beat everything else. Like we, that's the lesson they learned. Yeah, I mean, who drafted uh, him? The Bengals. Bengals. In what round? The first round, ninth overall, and the pick after him. You know who it was, Sam? No. You know who it was Lloyd? It was some guy named Patrick Mahomes. Okay. Literally the pick after. Yeah, I didn't know that. And I uh, um, I was looking at, I was reading Mahomes' Wikipedia article recently because I'm a fucking sellout. And apparently Bill Lazor, the then Bengals quarterbacks coach, went to scout him. Yeah. Which, I mean, like, I realize I'm happy that we have Burrow, but like. Man, it's weird to think about a Bengals franchise with Patrick Mahomes, which in theory could have happened. Yeah, I mean, I probably would have strangled his brother by now <laughs> if he was in Cincinnati all the time because his brother is just the fucking worst. And it, I mean, and his his girl can go to fucking get AIDS or whatever. <laughs> his brother <laughs> comes to open mics. <laughs> I, oh God, yeah. Jackson Mahomes. Oh TikTok my God, star it. and dude, we get to roast them in a few weeks, and that is going to be a. Fun episode. Yeah. For show. Yeah. Yeah, dude, it's crazy how good that guy's gone at quarterback, though. Like, he's always had the raw arm strength. It's nuts. Yeah. Well, it's also just, I mean, quick decision-making. Like, uh, they did a thing with him where he did, like, a a driving simulator course, and his reaction time is well, well, well above average. Like, it's, it's like professional like stunt driver and he and, and he makes throws that no one else can make and but that's okay so back to back to Cincinnati. um some receiving stats i mean to jake running's credit he spread the ball out really fucking well he did he, he i mean he did he went to his progressions well it's just as soon as they didn't work that's where the problem came so yep. i I'm, I'm a little hopeful that he can pick it up but we'll see uh so the receiving stats the leader was Jamar Chase, four receptions for 81 yards. Two of those receptions, Lloyd, do you remember how those two of those receptions happened? From a ball being tipped and him catching it? Because that kid is special. Godlike. Yep. For, uh, and it was just right place, right time. And I, I think I got this guy pretty good. Some guy was like, that wouldn't have happened. Uh, Jake Browning would have had three picks if Jamar Chase hadn't been in the right place at the right time. And I'm like, well, it sounds like someone just figured out how route running works. It also sounds like you were in the wrong place at the wrong time because you were talking to that guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, some other uh, receiving stats. Tan- Tanner Hudson, four receptions, 18 yards. Tyler Boyd, three. I actually like that kid a lot. I like Tanner Hudson. Yeah, I think he's playing well. Uh, Tyler Boyd, I mean, especially considering how little the Bengals utilize tight ends. Which is a problem. Yeah, and one roast line I have that I kind of maintain, the Bengals, both offensively and defensively, refuse to in, refuse to acknowledge the existence of a tight end. Yes, that's... Yeah, yeah they've never really had a great tight end, have they? They had one Glass year Kyle. of Tyler Eifert, a.k.a. Oh, Glass yeah. Kyle. Glass Kyle. Yeah, from Notre Dame. Yeah, former Jag, actually. Jag off. <laughs> uh, no, that me. was Urban Meyer that one night in the bar. Uh. Uh, Tyler Boyd, three for 23. Uh, Irv the Perv, two for eight. 
a couple one, few one yard receptions. Trent Nerman had a twenty five yarder. Andre Yoshivash had a sixteen yarder. Drew Sample had his eleven yard TD, and Mitchell Wilcox had a one yard catch. Which is what he does. That's what he does. Uh, but fuck the defense. It, it, I I swear I think they just like after the first quarter were like eh, fuck it we don't got this like it just seemed like there was no well they were leading seven to three I know but I'm just saying like the way they were like it, it just seemed like, they were like uh, eh. it seemed like after the pick after Browning through the pick it was just like they just gave up yeah it, it, it was not the same Bengals defense you nope see. and I think they get Cam Taylor Britt that Cam Taylor Britt back this week try yeah. saying that five times fast T Higgins Cam Taylor Britt 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 I fucking hate you Sam no he said they get Cam Taylor Britt back Cam Taylor Britt Cam Taylor Britt back Cam Taylor they get Cam Taylor Britt back they get Cam Taylor Britt back they get Cam Taylor Britt back well, you're just younger and better than my mouth works better JK ladies yeah. Sorry, <laughs> I'm, I'm a fucking Def Jam comic from two from 1999. You're black. <laughs> You're black. Just, just As hell, brother. Speaking of black, just don't have black sheets when he lets that mouth work on you because uh, he's gonna leave skin flakes everywhere. <laughs> oh man, um, you got me there. I'm but, a dick. Sorry. No, so they get, I have a joke about having psoriasis. So it's one of my best jokes. Nice. Hell yeah. You got psoriasis. I'm gonna have cirrhosis. We're good. <laughs> but so CTB will be back. T will be back for the offense, which I'm I'm really excited for that. Uh, I watched an interview with him today. He said he feels close to 100, percent but who knows? Um, we just gotta hope that like, I mean, the Jags' offense has been pretty good. Yeah, Lawrence has been kind of flinging the last few weeks. Calvin Ridley's been playing great. Yeah, uh, Christian Kirk, he's been very very serviceable. Uh, Etienne. Was- yeah. I mean Travis. I mean I've had Travis Etienne in fantasy all year. I like how he corrects the way I said. It is. <laughs> I know. I, 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 I think it's Etienne. I've always heard, I've always heard <laughs> Etienne. There was a kid I went to school with, and he had the same, literally the same way, and he said Etienne. So, I, so that's why I say it that way. But it might, yeah, it might be Etienne. I'm know. not sure. He's really good, though. He's really good. At he football, is very. Yes. He is very good. I've also the, the my most expensive league. I have the two best running backs in the NFL. <laughs> it's been so good. But I mean, how can we? How can the offense find? Dude, do you way? know who I really like? Who's not like considered? One of the best, DeAndre Swift. Dude, okay, so he's so good. Okay, so I heard a take when he played for the Lions. I heard a take on yeah. him that said, if he played for any other team, he'd be a top five running back. Yeah. Dude, he's so underrated. You guys know he's Taylor Swift's brother. <laughs> yeah, I, I will say I have yeah. seen. <laughs> I have seen. Dude, her mom has been. Doing some crazy stuff. <laughs> I, have you guys seen? There was one time they had the correct jersey assignment put. So Jason Kelsey, uh, DeAndre Swift, and Jalen Hurts all play for the Eagles. Yeah. So they aligned their jerseys where it said Kelsey Hurts Swift. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. That's funny. Um, also, and I, I actually, so I admittedly enjoy, this is very random and side noty, but um, so I, I do enjoy some of Barstool Sports' content. I was going to say he's a big Taylor Swift fan. Not too, um, but um, I I know more about her than I care to admit. But uh, there was a they did a promo for Steelers, pay, or yeah Steelers Patriots Thursday night football, and uh, they so you know like they do like the promo pictures of like this is a player to watch. Yeah, for the Steelers they did T.J. Watt for the Patriots. You know who they did. Bill Belichick. <laughs> They're just the, the caption said, "Fuck it, just throw Belichick up yeah, yeah, there." Yeah, yeah. There's no. Yeah. 
We don't have any players worth mentioning, so nope. just uh, let's go coach. Fuck it. Throw Belichick up there. But see so yeah, the defense need to get it together. I just hope like I said, I hope the offense finds its way like Lloyd uh condescendingly said a little bit. Um so like I said, the Bengals are last in the NFL in rushing. Yeah. The Jags, I believe, had the fourth best rush defense in the NFL. Yeah, that's gonna be a problem. Yeah. Um you wanna get into it? Let's go. So there's been a debate among Bengals fans, and I think it is meaningless because it's not going to happen. McCarron is a non-factor this year. Despite well, what fans want, I really think he's a non-factor. All right, so here's what I was going to – when I was saying before, and I was like, we'll just get into it on the podcast, I, he might end up starting because Browning is making poor decisions. You saw that hit he fucking took. Yeah. Him getting hurt does not seem unlikely to me. Oh, if he gets hurt, McCarron's the starter. That's what I'm saying. So it might be a thing. But let's stop with, oh, have him start ahead of Jake Browning. Browning knows the system. He's been he's he's the guy right now. Go, just be, It's fine. Just let it happen. If Browning gets hurt, there's no question McCarron's the starter. Well, that's what I'm saying. So, when But if Jake Browning's it, healthy and McCarron's healthy, Jake Browning's the starter. Yeah, unless he does something really fucking dumb, like you know, those like seven picks in a game or something, they'll be like, "All right, well, let's uh, let's fix that." Because like the Vikings brought in Josh Dobbs, and oh, did you see any of those memes? Like uh, it had uh, Dave Chappelle when he was like playing. With <laughs> that was a New Day <laughs> Nation. It's like, hey, Cardinals, y'all, y'all got any more? Got any more? Y'all got any more of that Josh Dobbs? <laughs> yeah, that's fucking great. But so. McCarron, I don't think McCarron's starting again unless Jake Browning gets hurt. Right. It's it's like they signed McCarron like again, depth piece appeases the fans. But I just don't think like he's also not the difference. I don't think he's the difference maker that a lot of like fans who are blinded by what little nostalgia this fan base has. I just don't think he's the difference maker fans think he is because like. No, he almost led us to a playoff victory. He was not great that game. No, but I, I, I was sitting there hoping, like, maybe they had a Ryan Finley sitting in the back somewhere. Because last time he played a... <laughs> yeah, he beat the Steelers yeah, with 87 yards passing. Yeah. That was so fun. There was a YouTube video on that game, and I think the video was called The, the Game Where the Bengals Became Good. Yeah. <sighs> Which, by the way, I know it sucks right now, but I have zero doubt in my mind the moment 2024 hits Bengals are elite again yeah no sure. doubt in my mind because like this is just like i remember like the year after the patriots almost had an undefeated season you know what happened the first game of that year um brady tore his acl george burns died true but Brady towards ACL, he was out for the year. The Patriots, I mean, the Patriots had a good good year, but because they had Matt Castle starting, but like yeah. Patriots didn't make the playoffs. But the moment he came back, they were great again. Yeah, the right quarterback makes the team. That's yep. Does. We're, we, yeah, we got that. So here, so I, how do I think he beat right. the Jags? And then we'll get into some roasty jokes. Uh, I'll be honest. I think it's going to be if we win, it's going to be the defense. Yep. Uh, we we uh, the takeaway is going to be. The turnover battle is going to be uh, probably the, the deciding factor yep. of, of the game. Yeah, you guys got to keep them under 30 points. Yep. <clears throat> oh, no. I, I say keep them under 24. 24. I, yeah. I say keep them under like 17. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence seems to be like one of those guys who once he gets rolling, he gets better. Yep. 
So, yeah, I think and keep them low. And my college football coach always told us that, like, no matter what, if you're, like, a college or professional team, your goal as a defense is 17 points because you want to trust your offense to get three touchdowns. Yep. Yeah, weren't and you a kicker? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, I, and I've said this for a while. I want to learn to soccer kick a football. Because yeah. I have good kicking form, but I can't soccer kick like I toe kick. Mm-hmm. Like we did. Uh, you really got to open your hips up. I don't know how to. Are do you flirting? <laughs> <laughs> you got to like angle your foot like that. Yeah. And keep it that way the whole time. That's where people fuck it up. They'll like run at it at an angle, and then like toe bash it, and like their foot will like go like that. Yeah, you got to keep it like that the entire time. Huh? Yeah, I don't know. I have a size sixteen. I don't think that's <laughs> my. I have a buddy from college. His name's Cam Fox. He uh he wore a size sixteen shoe. He was a kicker. No shit. Oh, yeah, well, maybe I could. Yeah, I know I can kick the shit out of your shins. Like <laughs> I, I, I did a lot of MMA stuff in my back. I, I can do that part, but um, so and again, how I think we beat the Jags is kill Trevor Lawrence before. The that too. Um, you stifle their passing attack, which I think with Cam Taylor Britt, I think that's a little bit more likely. Yeah. Because um, this is the healthiest, I mean, minus Joe Burrow, obviously, but like this is the healthiest the Bengals have been in a while. That's true. And also, one thing I wrote this week treat Travis Etienne the same way you treated tr- Christian McCaffrey in week eight. Yeah, or Derrick Henry all of last season. Yep. Just like, just prevent Etienne from taking over the game because he can yeah and i think sam hubbard and, and, and dj reader will have have i mean they're good they're really good when they when they're let off of like don't you know they're not pushed to rush so much they're not going for the quarterback as much as they're watching yeah. to run a little bit more and i assume that'll be the the plan yeah and i think and, and just have jake browning manage the game so but who does jake browning have to manage the game against Jaguars. Do you think it's time to fucking take these goddamn Jacksonville Jaguars down? Yeah, fuck Florida. Yeah. It's a terrible place. Yep. Sam, you ready to fucking take down these Jacksonville Jaguars? Sure. So let's fucking roast them. Lloyd, what do you have on Jackson DeVille? One, I just want to say that uh, I, I hate the name i hate the fucking (laughs) two i hate the stupid sunglasses and it looks like he's missing teeth on the top right (laughs) i think so he's got like the florida smile the the meth yeah dude all right so i would say that he looks like something a stupid hillbilly design but it's a florida team so we already know that (laughs) (laughs) uh what do you you have anything on jackson deville he's a pussy he's a pussy (laughs) dude i love dude solid roast Uh, Jackson De- DeVille once danced in an American flag Speedo yeah, following a touchdown. Uh, fun fact, Animal and Speedo is Florida's most popular Pornhub search. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, that tracks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the owner, Shad Khan. Uh, he just listed his 312-foot super yacht for sale for $160 million in the anticipation of his new larger yacht being built. Uh, it sounds very wasteful and like very billionaire-y, but uh, don't worry. He does do a lot of charity work. You can tell because he bought the Jaguars. <laughs> um, Shad Khan was once named the face of the American dream by Forbes. Yeah, that face. 
you know, the face that looks like you constantly have to rescue Princess Peach from Bowser's castle <laughs> and return the power of the stars to the castle. Hey, you leave Pakistani Wario alone. <laughs> hey, what, do you, what do you got on old Shad Khan? Uh, Shad Khan looks like he owns a marathon gas station, and it would probably that would probably be a better job than owning the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> Fair. I also once said he looks like if Ron Jeremy only fucked couch cushions. <laughs> <laughs> if Ron Jeremy had a small penis. <laughs> uh, the GM, Trent Balky. I bet there is a 0% chance that you talk to this dude for more than five minutes without a D's nuts joke or a pull my finger joke. <laughs> it, it, like, he's, he's got like your music's yeah. too loud face. All right. You have anything on sense. old Balky? I'm scared. I would be scared to talk to him. Me too. Yeah, he looks very stern. Lloyd, are you ready for my Alex joke of the year, if we're being honest? Let's fucking go. I love him. Trent Balk, uh, Trent Balk transferred to football after his career as a baseball pitcher failed due to his constant habit of stopping during his pitching motion. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. get it, Balk. Okay, okay. <laughs> Took me a second. I don't know a lot of ball with the stick stuff, so sorry. Yeah, that was funnier than yes. I gave a reaction to. <laughs> yep, like I said, Alex joke of the week. Of the year, like I said, of the year, for being honest. Coaching. Doug Petey. He looks like he he graduated from Jimmy Buffett U <laughs> with a, with a bachelor's in finger banging. <laughs> um, Doug Peterson was hired uh, after the Jaguars were inspired by a success with the Philadelphia Eagles and on the TV show Mad Men. <laughs> all right, all right. He looks like John Hamm. Yeah, I get it. All right. It's always tough for a guy when he becomes more well known as a coach than as a quarterback, isn't it? Uh, it's uh, I. You know, I recently found out was a quarterback. Kevin O'Connell. Yeah. He's the Vikings coach. Yeah, I had no idea he was a pro quarterback. Yeah. That, I guess that was my roast about Doug Peterson. I had no yeah. idea who he was until he was a coach. Yeah. Uh, there were a few other guys, too. Like, so you should have been better at football, Doug. Yep. Yeah. You non-throwing bitch. <laughs> you white-ass motherfucker. <laughs> Speaking of white-ass non-throwing bitches. Quarterback. Hey, I'm not going to roast her. She's pretty hot. <laughs> does does he ever grow facial hair? I don't. Think I've never can. seen that. I've, dude no, with any you're right. Kind of mustache, chin strap. So, yeah, dude, he's got to be. I think he might be a tranny. Um, Trevor Lawrence looks like he just walked off the next bus. Did you ever watch those MTV dating shows? No. Oh man, you missed out, dude. It's like I'm like two gen like. A young, a generation too young for MTV dating shows, and a generation too old for MTV dating shows. Yeah, I think we're all like what ten years apart almost. Yeah, you're what twenty three, five, twenty five. So yeah, you just missed all those shows. Damn it, uh, that is okay. Uh, <laughs> I remember sixteen and pregnant. Well, that wasn't really a really that wasn't really a dating show. show. I said I was sorry. <laughs> 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 that's the all. That's the whole episode. I said I'm sorry. It's not a dating show. It's like, well, these are your contestants. They're all fucking pregnant sophomores, so <laughs> good luck. Um, Trevor Lawrence. college DJ. Dude, get, that guy would have been cool, though, getting a girl pregnant. You could have yeah. been a flex. Like, um, hey, got her. Boned her. Got her pregnant. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence was once a spokesperson for FTX, a crypto exchange program that tanked incredibly hard. Yep. 
FTX recruited Lawrence because they felt that his time as the Jaguars quarterback meant that he had plenty of experience as the face of a fraudulent empire. <laughs> like it. Yeah. That's the thing that Tom Brady did too, right? Yeah. A bunch of people did it. Yeah, Sam Bankman freed. Oh, I forget. I think he went to prison. Yeah. Um, And the backup quarterback, C.J. Bethard. He looks like Luke Old. <laughs> More like C.J. Retard, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> looks uh, like Cry Amundsen. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like Grieven Kimbrell. <laughs> um, Northside Sirens. Um, I think you'll know who this person is based on the the team we're roasting this week. Uh, CJ Bathard looks like if you morphed every dude in Marissa Maori's DMs into one person. I don't know who that is. That's Trevor Lawrence's girlfriend. Oh, okay. No, I, I actually I, I like saying his name is Beat Hard. Beat Hard. Do we have to get out of here soon? Uh, nah, I got some time. Okay. Uh, because we got to roast this motherfucker. Okay. Running back. Travis Etienne. He looks like a Stretch Armstrong bobblehead. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like if I met him, I would try to see if his arms yeah. more stretchy. Like, I'd grab like his wrist. And... Yeah. Uh, Travis Etienne once got a 60-carat pendant that is allegedly worth $100,000. Did you see that? Really? I saw something about it. I didn't, I didn't look into it too much. It, um, it made former Jags coach Urban Meyer jealous, you know, not because of the flashy jewelry, but because he's not there to use that pendant as a strangulation device. <laughs> Urban Meyer sucks cock. Uh, what do you got an old Travis? He looks very white for a black guy. <laughs> Dude, he's got that. that fucking like that I'm little a, ring. Yeah. I feel like I've made, I've been saying too many racial things on this. I've never episode, seen a black guy with tan lines like that. Yeah, I know. He does have tan lines. He looks like he has a white chest. Maybe he does. Maybe he's just playing in blackface. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> That'd be a very Jacksonville thing to do, wouldn't yeah. it? Feels very Florida, right? Yeah. <laughs> and Dearness Johnson. <clears throat> he looks <sighs> not very earnest. <laughs> not a good. That was. A good, does that play that into your bad. joke, Lloyd? No. Nope. <clears throat> I said he. Uh, uh, I bet he does spoken word and slam poetry when they're in the showers. <laughs> um. I didn't write anything on cool him. Cool hair. It is cool hair. Yeah. What do you got on old Tank Bigsby? All right. So have you seen what he looks like? Like how, how muscular he is? Like, no. It's absurd. Really? Is like, he like a? Oh, he's a running back. Yeah, but he's like a. He does like a, a, a lot of bodybuilding shit. Like Tank Bigsby. That's definitely a guy who strips for his mom's friends after church. <laughs> like that's why he's like. Clear. That looks like that. Tank Bigsby. Tank Bigsby, much to my surprise, is a real person and not a Madden player created by an eight-year-old. <laughs> I like that. Is he like 5'6"? I'm not sure. He's probably not very Bigsby. There's <laughs> uh, an Alex jokes for you. Littlesby. You're welcome. Uh, Wide receiver. Calvin Ridley. He looks like one and three quarters puck. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Calvin Ridley holds a handful of of Falcons franchise records, including most receiving touchdowns by a rookie and most money won on a parlay. (laughs) Calvin Ridley solved this riddle. Why are you such a bad player? Got (laughs) you, dude. He's fine. Dude, if you listen to this, you're going to cry. Especially since I say he looks like Robert Griffin, the third leg of my parlay missed, and now (laughs) I just lost $20. That's what I was laughing about earlier. I I like it. 
and Christian Kirk. Uh, all right, so what, I want to start by saying he has a claymation head. Oh my god! Like if, any claymation, like like the Gumby reboot is going to be fucking fire if he's if he's on board. Uh, sorry, that was just something I thought of right now. Uh, it looks like he could play Sloth and the more inclusive Goonies reboot. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that's fucked up. <laughs> I, I can't roast him now. Um. Christian Kirk sounds like an insulting nickname that Donald Trump would give Kirk Cameron on Twitter. (laughs) It's like one tweet reads, enough tweets about crooked Hillary and lion Ted. Did you hear that terrible? Did you see that terrible saving Christmas movie that Christian Kirk put out? (laughs) No stars. Hashtag stop the steal. (laughs) Uh, Christian Kirk's looks like what he calls the Vikings quarterback. (laughs) And Zay Jones. All right. So, Another white black guy. Yep. All right. How does he look like Orlando Jones, Leslie Jones, and Zay Jones at the same time? <laughs> I say we could start calling him start calling him Orles Zay Jones. <laughs> uh, in twenty eighteen, Zay Jones once destroyed an apartment by trying to jump through a window. He broke the window and got blood on the walls, or as most of Florida calls it, getting an apartment ready for a showing. <laughs> that was nice. Thank you. And last but not least. Tight end. Evan Ingram. You mean Elvin Ingram? <laughs> Look at those little weird pointy ears. I don't know if he's going to grant me a wish or steal my catalytic converter. He's got a lot of points on his face. His noise is, nose is pointy. His hair is pointy. <laughs> his chin is pointy. That's, that's the Elvin his reference. His ears are pointy. That's what elves look like. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, Elvin Ingram. He's technically considered a weapon in prison. <laughs> I bet. I'm surprised. He has a smile like somebody who's going to steal metal from your house to scrap it. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, can I, like, junkyard smile? Does that make... I don't know. Yeah, I, I feel that. Yeah, like, fix your car. Yeah, he's like, yeah, oh, yeah I'm yeah. going to fix your car, but then he steals, like, all the fucking metal out of your, like, garage door <laughs> closer to scrap. But, but you know what? Hey, Sam. What? Lloyd. Alex. I think we got him pretty good. Got him pretty good. Predictions and bullshit. You know what, man? What's up? I was gonna say let him go. What do you what do you predict? I want the Bengals to win. Yeah. I'm, so I'm gonna predict them to win by three. Because oh, I need what's the score? twenty to seventeen. Nice. Right. Who's your player of the game? Jamar Chase. Ooh, over he's gonna go over hundred yards okay. this week and have a touchdown. He needs Lo- he needs to. He love it. He needs to. But yeah, I I need the Bengals to beat the Jaguars so the Colts can move up in the AFC South. Correct. So that's what I'm going with. Jake Browning, do your thing, man. Lloyd, what's your prediction? Uh I'm gonna say Bengals two hundred and seven. Okay, I'm listening. Jags. 209. Oh. Wow. Just barely. They're just going to squeak by. Nice. Every uh, kickoff is a touchdown. Who's your player of the game? Player of the game is Drew Sample. Love it. Uh, in the fourth quarter with a minute and 13 left, he is going to physically assault Trevor Lawrence. I love it. And then fuck his girlfriend. Dude, I'm jealous. Because Drew Sample's a beast. Drew Sample is a beast. Uh, I'm going to say... Bengals 
612. I almost went with that. I like it. Jags, five. Yeah. Player of the game is going to be Trenton Irwin. He's going to have 32 receptions, 33 yards. Okay. 29 touchdowns, two false starts. Yep. Bold prediction. (laughs) I mean, absolute bold prediction. Jackson DeVille takes his head off, takes his helmet off, takes his mascot off, and you know who it's revealed to be? Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. Nice. Wonderful. Yeah. That'd be a great game. I think that would get a lot of viewers. Yeah. Now, bold prediction. Bold prediction. I think the Bengals mascot is going to murder. I'm listening. Because I, I, former zookeeper, if you have a tiger, but when am I going to get any pussy? Am I right, guys? <laughs> Go yeah, to you and me both. <laughs> you and me both, brother. <laughs> I can't. Say, yeah, she's right there. It's that's fair. Um, real prediction. I'm going to say Jags twenty seven. Bengals 16. So I'm the only person that has them winning. You might be the only person that has them winning. And I'm the only non Bengals fan here. <laughs> wow. You guys, come on. Okay. So you know you what? To... My real prediction, so. <laughs> What's your real prediction, Lloyd? I'm actually going to say Bengals 17, Jags 14. Oh, nice. Oh. I think it's going to be a game ending Money Mac kick. I'm sorry, oh, who? Yeah. Connor McLeger. There you go. Um. Yeah, this was a fun show, guys. Yeah, yeah this was cool. Thanks for having me yeah, on. Of course, appreciate and, uh, it. We have one order. We have uh, two things left to do. First of which, Sam, what shows do you have coming up? Um, my one book show right now is on January twelfth. It's at Commonwealth. Oh, Commonwealth, Daddy. Sanctuary. Yeah, it's like their All Stars Showcase. What can I do? Congrats. So, How'd you get on that? Uh, Allison asked me a few okay. days ago. Allison, congrats! To me. Friend of the pod. Mm-hmm. Um, has she been on this before? No, no she does okay. not watch football. <laughs> I bet she would have some funny roasts yeah. for like. Oh, football for plays sure! She's a very yeah. clever joke writer. Yeah, she's. We've talked about her ad nauseum on this podcast. She's the best. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, but she does not watch football <laughs> at all. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I think that's all I have right now. What open um, mics do you usually go to so people can try and find you at those? Oh, come to Chameleon. I would say like that's the best like show. Yeah, open, open mic. mic show to go to. The other ones, maybe high five, but like the one out of six times that it's good. Yeah, you might get talked to by a homeless person or a really <laughs> drunk old guy if you're a girl. So um, Oh God. There's a lot of you should smile more people. Yeah. Yeah, my uh, room, my roommate told me last night some guy came up and talked to her, and she wasn't sure if he was like a booker for a club or just some <laughs> old guy that was flirting with her. So you had a house guest last night? No, no, I uh, I live with uh, Gretchen. Schultz. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say, can we yeah. say who it, who it is on yeah. the, on the pod? Yeah, I live with Gretchen. I was just making the joke that she. Um. <laughs> Lloyd, uh, you got some Pine Violence plugs, don't you? Yeah, follow Pine Violence on uh, Instagram. Uh, we're having a show December 29th. Hot. And uh, we've already got the next month planned as well. Nice. Fun one. Uh, Phil Porner, Brian Million. But nice. Oh, yeah. There's a lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of fun going with that. Uh, podcast should be 
kicking up soon. I'll, I'll let you Lovely. Know. Are you guys going to do a bucket spot again? Cool. Yeah, because cool. I, I remember I did um, I did a... Clam was it jam? a Pie and Violence show? Yeah, the Clam Jam. Yeah, the Clam well, Jam. was breezy by herself, but... Yeah, and then I was like, it's all a woman's show. I don't want to put my name in the bucket. And then Lloyd, unbeknownst to me, put my name in the bucket, and I just ended up going up and nice. having a fun set, actually. Hell yeah. He did great. Yeah, with no set list. Yeah, great. Dude, I sometimes those are my best sets when I'm just... Flying, like, fuck it. We're just flying yeah. by the seat of your pants, and you're not like fucking like these are the jokes I'm gonna yeah. do. We're getting like I'm a comedy nerd in a certain way. We've talked about that, like, yeah, privately. But, but like I, I know comedy well. That, yeah, I like doing that sometimes to people, and that seems like it's a dick move, but it's really not. Like I like seeing when people just like putting you on the spot, all female lineup. Yeah, Alex has to go up and tell do five minutes. He wasn't prepared to do it, wasn't ready, and he got up there and he just murdered because he just read the room, went with it, did it. It was great. It was fun. Uh, thank you, Lloyd. I got uh, I got some shows coming up. Uh, December 12th, I'll be at Mark Ridley's Comedy Castle in Royal Oak for Comedy Rumble. It's like a, it's a fun little, like, you do 90 seconds, then you can advance the next round, do another 90 seconds. It's a fun little thing. Then I'm doing a nice. itty-bitty run. We'll be doing December 28th. I'll be at Black Apple Cider... Black Heart Apple Cider in Springdale, Arkansas, doing about 15 minutes. And then December 29th, I'll be at Nashville. Um, nice. Right. Really excited for that. Uh, December 30th, I'll be at Helltown. Fuck yeah. With uh, Lee Kimbrell, Billy DeVore, and Corinne Turnbow. That's a fucking, that's, yeah, that's yeah, a great dude. lineup. And, you know, shout out to Wayne for doing that so much. And he's, consistently he's doing so it well. Good. He's a, uh, some shows next year. I'll be at Shuba's Tavern in Chicago. On a fitting, um, and uh, February eighth, I'll be at Columbus. Nice. So, uh, also, I want to give a shout out. Uh, December 9th, Lily will be twenty one. That'll be fun. Will she? Will she be up here? No. Ah, she'll be in Jacksonville. Yep. Yeah, but speaking of Jacksonville, Sam, Lloyd, Alex. I think we only have one thing left to say. Can I uh, yeah, what's say up? one more thing? I have a podcast. It's called It's Always Up. Yeah. Um, it's on YouTube and Spotify. If you go to like my Instagram or Facebook page and click the link yeah. in my so bio. Again, so everybody knows. It's Always Up. Yep, oh, with Sam Malazzo. Yep. And um, on YouTube, it's just um, under my name, Sam Malazzo, if you yeah. go to my channel. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Sorry. No, no, no. You were <laughs> totally fine. We, we, we're, I'm glad you plugged it anyway. Thanks, but speaking of Jacksonville, Lloyd, Alex, Sam, I think we only have one thing left to say. Fuck, Fuck you, Jacksonville, Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars. We, we like, like the, the Bengals. Bengals. Oh, man. All right, I got to get out of here. Fuck you. We, we like, like the, the Bengals. Bengals.